Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 39. I'm your pal Val. Jason has the day off. We got a short show for you today. We're going to talk Bristol Camping World truck winners and NASCAR Cup winners at Bristol. We're also going to talk or follow up, I should say, from last week's discussion about the 1988 Max set. We're going to go a little in depth with the individual cards or the 115 that make up a, I don't want to call it a master set or the 116 to make up the master set. So we're going to talk about that. And for all the new folks, this is NASCAR Radio. This is where NASCAR and NASCAR trading cards meet. But the Bristol NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race number five was supposed to be run on Saturday, I believe. But because of all the rain, uh, what a muddy mess. Uh, they were run on Monday. It was very interesting, really cool race. I really enjoyed it. I hope everybody else did. I I did see or they did brought, announce that the dirt race will be back next year. So uh, our winner was Martin Truex Jr. running a Kyle Busch Motorsports truck. He was very dominant in the win. The highest finishing rookie at number 18th position was Chase Purdy, and for the Haley Deegan alert, she came in 19th. It was a field of 40 trucks, so I guess that's pretty respectable for uh, the rookies there. Chase Purdy, Haley Deegan, Carson Hockvar came in 21st, uh, and that was the Pitney's truck race on dirt. And if you remember from last week, we talked about Martin Truex and his cars. He's in the 2004 this press pass was making cards. Then there's a few different offerings from press pass back in 2004. There's a press pass Optima and there's a few different variations. I always say variations, not variations, a few different parallels of the base card number 37. There's a Beckett samples and those were attached to the issues of Beckett racing uh, I believe they have samples on the back of the card. There's the eBay previews. Uh, that was serial number to five. The gold version, G37, serial number to 100. He's also in the stealth, card number 71, also with the Beckett samples. The no boundaries, which is the insert. And the X-ray EB71, which is serial number to 100. There's also trackside, and there's a variation on the trackside. He's also in card number 99 in that 2004 press pass trackside. And then there are Beckett samples of both 39 and 99. The eBay preview of only the 39, it looks like, if trading card database is correct. And then a trackside golden G39 and G99 serial number to 100. There's a trackside press pass autograph. And there's also a high gear autograph as well as press pass signings. And then our highest finishing rookie, Chase Purdy, he's in the 2019 Dunross Next little uh, parallel. I keep on paying, saying parallel. Sorry, folks. It's an insert set, the next in line. Uh, and there's a few versions of that. There's the regular card number N3. There's a cracked ice parallel, 
holographic parallel and explosion parallel. He's also in the 2019 Prism, but not as a base card. He's in 2019 Prism driver signatures. And there's a few different parallels of the signatures with black and blue, camo, gold prism, green, silver prism, rainbow, red, red, white, and blue, I believe, and white prism serial number to five. So that was the truck race. Then in the cup feature, the food city dirt race, race number seven, by the way, the, of the in the cup series so far this year. And it was the 61st annual Food City Dirt Race. 61 years they've been running at Bristol. And our winner was Joey Logano. Our highest finishing rookie was Chase Briscoe at position 20. And when it comes to rookie cards, Joey Logano, his rookie cards are a little different than normals. Usually you have base cards and you're in a few releases. I think Press Pass was trying to get him in product before the end of the end of the year and to, to get some you know excitement for him he was his nickname is sliced bread so the next best thing since sliced bread so they kind of dropped him in a few different things so he has press pass signings autographs and a few different um parallels with that with either uh the base the gold there's also the signings press plates with black cayenne magenta and yellow as well as a silver version of the signings number to 100 he's also in the press pass legends with autographs with blue blue inscription number to 10 and also with the autograph press plates with black cayenne magenta and yellow and then in 2008 Press Pass VIP, he has a card number zero. That's a special card that Press Pass did, a number zero, to commemorate something during the season. Uh, I remember some other ones, different years, where you know the person who won Daytona or something like that, they got that um, number zero. But in this 2008 Press Pass VIP number zero, it's Joey Logano, and it's serial numbered to 499. He also has signatures in the 2008 Wheels American Thunder, the Trackside Treasury autographs with the base, gold numbered to 25, as well as the printing plates with black, cayenne, and yellow. He also has some inserts in the American Thunder with the campaign trail and delegates. I know a lot of folks think, or, you know, the way they collect, they collect cards when, or consider their rookie cards a year when they have base cards. So he's got a couple inserts and a lot of autographs and that in 2008. And then in 2009 is when he has his base cards and he has the rookie logo on the cards. So the, the press pass. And then also that year they made a second series. And so he's also in that series with the rookie card, as well as all the different other 2009 products. So, so Joey Logano is a little different than the norm. And then our highest finishing rookie, Chase Briscoe, which is either Chase Briscoe or and 
Anthony Alfredo, and I know you guys will probably get tired. So I guess maybe in a couple more weeks we will start uh, skipping some of the rookies when it comes to Chase Briscoe and Anthony Alfredo. But his rookies are in the 2018 Panini Certified, and then he's got all the different parallels with the black and blue, gold, green, mirror black, mirror gold, mirror green, mirror purple, orange, purple, and red. He also has Panini Certified Fresh Faces Signatures, and there's also some parallels of that. He's in the 2018 Panini Prime, the Jumbo Associate Sponsors, Jumbo Fire Suit, Glove, Nameplate, Prime Colors, Series Sponsor, Shoe Brand Logo, you name it. And then Panini Prime Race Use Quad Fire Suits, Sheet Metal. He does have 2018 Panini Prism Scripted Signatures with Prism and the different parallels. And then also signatures in 2018 Panini Victory Lane. So that is Chase Briscoe. All the series are off this weekend, Easter weekend. So they will resume next weekend. So the next race will be at Martinsville Speedway, the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. And that will be Saturday night, April 10th at 7.30. The trucks don't run again until April 17th at Richmond Raceway for the Toyota Care 250. And the Xfinity are running at Martinsville on Friday, April 9th at 8 p.m. for the Cookout 250. So next weekend, the weekend after Easter, the, the Cup and Xfinity will be at Martinsville, race Friday, race Saturday at night. So that kind of gets everybody caught up for that. So I wanted to touch a little bit about the Max. As we talked about last week, Max, that 1988, that 1988 kind of started it all. It was a massive success. If from last week, you remember, Mr. McCullough printed a million cards and was hoping to sell it by the end of the year, starting to sell in May, and he sold out in 10 days. So that tells you what kind of reception he got for that. And then his second printing was 22 million. And so that doesn't mean there's 22 million of each card. That's the print run of 22 million or to combine, I guess, 23 million. And so there are multiple checklists and multiple cover cards that go into the pack. So you figure you can. So with a cover card, which is that blue one on the top. And then when you flip over a pack, you see the schedule. So that's a checklist card. So every pack loses two of those cards. So for every pack that he made, every 44 count box, and there are 44 packs per box in a wax box, you can kind of see that that number is not quite uh, true. But I wanted to break down or talk about a full set. And it went on to talk about there's 115 cards that make up the full set. So if you wanted to have each of the Myrtle Beach and Charlotte or first edition and first annual editions, you need that 
115 cards. So I thought I'd talk about that a little bit. And so like with the cover card, there are four versions of that. And it broken down into two other versions. So you have the yellow starburst on the front and the packs have a 10 in that yellow starburst. Factory sets have a hundred on the back. The price of a set to send in. And if you wanted to buy a factory set from the company, it was 1995 and 24 and 2145. So the 10 on the front and 1995 on the back are from Myrtle Beach packs. The only way you can get that card is from a Myrtle Beach pack. If it says 10 on the front and the price on the back is 2145, then it's a Charlotte pack. Only way you can get it from the packs. And then when you go to the 100 in that yellow starburst, the 100 on the front and 1995 on the back is from the Myrtle Beach first edition, or, or it's called first edition. Actually, it's not called. It is called on the front. There's a label that says first edition. The only way you can get that 100 on the front and 1995 on the back is from a Myrtle Beach factory set. So if you see one out in the wild, it had to have come from a factory set. And the same way it goes for the 100 on the front and then 2145 on the back. That's from the first annual edition. That's a Charlotte printing. Only way to get that is from a factory set from the Charlotte, the second printing. So that kind of covers those four. Now, the next one is card number 10, which we know from the Myrtle Beach printing is Talladega Streaks. That was pulled early on to put in Darrell Waltrip. So only way to get a Talladega Streaks is from the Myrtle Beach printing either packs or a set. Same thing with Darrell Waltrip. You're, not, you're only going to get him out of the Charlotte packs or the Charlotte factory set. And then card 19 is the checklist. So that's going to have the Myrtle Beach printing on the bottom. It's going to say Shear Press, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And so that was removed. And so then it just says printed in the USA. But if you look at the checklist, card number 10 will be Talladega Action. That's the Myrtle Beach card checklist from a pack or from a set or checklist number one. We'll have as number 10, the Darrell Waltrip, and that's from the Charlotte printing or the first annual edition factory set. No difference from those in the factory set. Card 26 is Phil Parsons. Now, we remember that on the back, there's a family section, and there's no mention of his wife, Marcia. If it just mentions the kids, that's the Myrtle Beach printing. That's from either factory set or the packs. And then if it has if it mentions his wife, Marcia, then that is from the Charlotte Wax Pack or Factory Set. Then going down to number 36, checklist number two, it's kind of like the other first checklist. The Myrtle Beach version has that Myrtle Beach line, sheer press. And then if it's missing, if it's number 43 without the Myrtle Beach line, that's that little gray area where they were printing and then realized that they didn't change that number 43 on the checklist to be Richard Petty. So if you have a checklist that has no Myrtle Beach line that just says printed in the USA, 
you need to look at that card number 43 and see if it's Daytona International Speedway or Richard Petty. So there's three versions of that number 36. That's kind of the same way with the Czechos number three, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. So the next card is number 43. That was Daytona International Speedway. That was the Myrtle Beach printing. And we know that they pulled that and moved it to number 47 to make way for number 43, Richard Petty. So the only way to get a Richard Petty, number 43, is from the second printing, the first annual edition, or from the Charlotte Packs. Which brings us to number 47, which was single file, Davy Allison's car. If you find a 47 with that, that is the Myrtle Beach printing. Again, only from the Wax Pack or the first edition factory set. If car number 47 is Daytona International Speedway, that is the Charlotte second printing, first annual edition. All the other cards in the sets are the same. Bill Elliott's. Mark Martins, all those other ones that we're not talking about, those are the same through all the printing. So, which leads us down to card number 59. And 59 is kind of like the 47, where the original 59 was 1988 begins. That is the Myrtle Beach printing, only available Myrtle Beach packs and factory sets, first edition. And then they pulled that to make room for Brett Bodine. So 59 is Brett Bodine the, from the Charlotte printing. First annual edition or Charlotte packs. Which leads us to card number 69. That is checklist number three. That's kind of like the other checklist where if you, it has the Myrtle Beach line on it, then we know then that is the Myrtle Beach pack from the packs or the, or the set. We, there's also a number... Uh, version where number 59 is 1988 begins, but there is no Myrtle Beach line. It just says printed in USA, Charlotte, North Carolina. And then they realized that they didn't need to fix the number 59 to be Brent Bodine, also without the Myrtle Beach line. So there's three versions of that checklist. And then that leads us to card number 88, Ken Pochard. On that one, he on the back family section, it says that he's engaged. That is the Myrtle Beach printing first edition or Myrtle Beach pack that has the sheer press on the back or the number 88, Ken Bouchard, number 88, like I said, where the family section on the back shows that he's married. That is from the Charlotte factory set or Charlotte packs. And then last but not least is the number 100, which is checklist number four. There's only two versions of that with with or without the Myrtle Beach line. So now you know that if it's got the Myrtle Beach line, that it says the Shear Press, printed by Shear Press, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, or just Char- um, Max Cards, Charlotte, North Carolina, printed in the USA. So all in all, there's 115 cards that make up that set. Now, the one that they don't talk about in the article is number 99. Dale Earnhardt promo. Now, originally, this card was not authorized to be released in 1988 or 1989. So everybody was kind of going after the 87 card number 87, which is the 1987 champ. It's kind of short printed. Uh, in those some of those articles, they mentioned that 
in the packs, they would have like a special card and there were a few different types, but everybody I've talked to said that that 87 is a little harder to find being short printed. So I guess why I say that is that was can kind of considered his rookie for quite a while, even though, you know, he, they came to terms in 1989 and, and he, Dale and senior has a card number three in 1989 max. But then later on in the early nineties, I believe it was 94. They came to terms and they released a thousand of the 1988s with that little gold sticker on it, serial numbered. So technically the number 99 without that sticker is not necessarily authorized, but after Max went bankrupt and they had the auction for the assets and stuff, I believe boxes of those got out. And so now they're everywhere and it's become accepted in the hobby. So I guess you can say there's 116 if you want to include that number 99, Dale Earnhardt. So the, Max had printed those cards, but because they didn't come to terms, they didn't destroy them. You just kind of shelved them. And it seemed like Max had a lot of inventory left over in 1988. And as I talked about on the last episode, there's a 1989 preview where it's a blister pack. And inside that blister pack is a few preview cards for 1989, but then also three 1988 Max Wax Packs. So I think this was, it makes sense that this was a way for them to try to sell some of those 88 Wax Packs and kind of thin out their inventory because they had so much of that product at the end. And then on the back of that blister on the cardboard is a price guide for the 1988, which we talked about. So so the 1988 Max is, like I said, one of the ones that started all. And there's so many rookie cards. And I just call them rookie because they legitimately, they are rookie cards, even though like with Richard Petty, he has a 1972 STP 83 as well as some other cards. But this is really his first mass-produced one to be able to come out of a factory set or wax pack. But this set is loaded with rookies. There's just so many. I think there's 39 rookies in it. Um, somebody had said so, and then these are great because they don't have gloss on them. A lot of the drivers are still with us, thank God. And they sign through the mail. So, you know, if you're looking for a project or a cheaper project, you know, you can try to pick up a set and since there's no gloss, you don't have to prep them or anything like that. The drivers will sign them through the mail and it's a fun, it's a fun set. So, or a fun project doesn't cost a lot of money to do this just stamps your time envelopes and the cost of the card so and if you just do one card i would say acquire a richard petty and send it to the museum or the shop to have a, a 1988 max autograph by richard petty it's pretty special one of the greatest drivers of all time and the king not just because of his records but the way he treats fans and and such so but I think that's where I'm going to leave it for today. Uh, we'll be back next week. Please like and share the podcast. I hope you were able to get something out of it today. Oh, on a side note, there were a couple auctions that I was watching. There was a wax box 
unopened wax box of 80, 1988 Max that were the Myrtle Beach. I don't think a lot of people saw it. It went for $405. A few wax packs were being sold as well. There was one of those 1989 Max combo preview packs that went for about $22. I believe there's a box of 10 of those out there. I think it was like for is for 280 something dollars if I remember right. So, uh, there's another wax box sold. It was Charlotte edition and it was $274. The number 87, the Dale Earnhardt Winston Cup Champs which shows him Kirk Shepardine and his crew, that went for about 30. But if the high price of current wax is too much for you, maybe you take a look at some of the older stuff. Or like I said, you know, this hobby is is a hobby and there's no right or wrong way to collect. So if you're into autographs and stuff like that, that might be a great way to still enjoy the hobby, collect, and in, and have that joy thrill of getting autographs back. That's one of the things I love about NASCAR. I'll take maybe an insert set or some other set and work on on completing it. You know, you can pursue it as much or as little as you want. It might take years. I know I'm still working on my 2015 press pass set. I think I'm down to about two cards now out of the hundred. So it's you know everybody. It's the long game and and just to enjoy it. So I've enjoyed getting those autographs. I'm down to, I think it was Carl Edwards and Dale Earnhardt Jr. So uh, Carl Edwards is pretty tough to find right now. Or for me, I don't have, don't have his address. And then Dale Earnhardt Jr. I was waiting for the NASCAR Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So when that resumes, that's when I'll try to get that autograph. So, but I've gone on too long. Anyway, thanks again for everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please you can contact me on Twitter at NASCAR Radio. Also, we started a face group page, NASCAR Radio. Please join that. We'll post checklists and some other information and other card information on there as well. So, Or if you have a question you'd want answered on the podcast. If there's a set you'd like to, uh, for me or and Jason to focus on, just let us know. But in the future, we'll be talking about the 1989 Max set, the 1989 Winter Circle set, as well as the Jeff Gordon 1987 World of Outlaws. Thanks for listening, and talk to you next week. <laughs>